Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to the Everything Is Black and White podcast. This is the match review and I'm delighted to bring you news of a Newcastle United victory. Yes, I'm sure you're well aware that the Magpies beat Leeds United 1-0 down at Ellen Road. The goal came... Thanks to John Joe Shelby, 15 minutes on time and that was enough to secure three viable points in the fight for survival. We'll get on to the goal in just a moment, but first we need to talk about just how important these three points are. Even more so given the fact Norwich beat Watford on Friday night. The win makes the league table look all that bit healthier. Newcastle still in the relegation zone, still 18th on 15 points. Norwich above them in 17th on 16 points. And then Everton above Norwich, they're on 19 points. And that makes that game on the 8th of February, the next Newcastle United game, there's a 17-day break. Makes it really interesting because if Newcastle managed to beat Everton, then you have to say Everton are right in the thick of this survival fight. More on that later on. But yes, let's get to the goal. The John Joe Shelby free kick. We don't see enough goals from John Joshelvi, but my goodness, when he does score, he tends to score when Newcastle need it most and none more so than today because had they flown out to Saudi Arabia for this warm winter training camp on the back of a defeat, even on the back of a draw, you get the feeling it might have not have been as um, as beneficial as it will now because you know they've picked up three points. The, t- the table, as we say, look, looks a lot healthier and they go out full um, of spirit, full of energy, boosted hopefully they'll be boosted in the next few days with some more incomings with a January transfer window so really good feeling heading into this little bit of a break but the goal well you have to question the Leeds United goalkeeper he's a good goalkeeper he's got a good reputation and I think when he watches the replays back of this effort from John Joe Shelby he'll be very disappointed Manquillo fouled on the edge of the Leeds United box just to the left of centre. And John Joe Shelby, Kieran Trippier, plenty of conversation between the pair about who was going to take this. Shelby took the ball, put it down, and he placed it, curled it, to the right of the wall, to the corner where the goalkeeper was standing. And that's what makes it so disappointing from a Leeds United perspective because how has the keeper not saved that? Perhaps he's seen it late because of the wall. Perhaps he's seen it late because of the players in the box. There was some thought that maybe Fabian Cher or Kieran Clark got the final touch. But you know what? Newcastle United, Eddie Howe, John Joe Shelby, the fans, they won't care about how that's ended up in the back of the net. All they care about is that it did end up in the back of the net and then the final whistle blown in Newcastle getting those three viable points. It was a frantic game at times, end-to-end both sides. We saw really in the opening 20 minutes why Leeds have this reputation as a fast-flowing, entertaining side. But they suffered from something which I think Newcastle have suffered from in recent weeks, and that's playing a winger or an attacking midfielder as your lone striker, essentially. We've seen Newcastle's issues without Callum Wilson where they've had to play Alan St. Maximum or Jacob Murphy in that role before they signed Chris Wood. And today it was Dan James for Leeds United playing as a centre striker because Bamford was out. And Newcastle 
benefited from that because there was a few tantalising balls across the box where you feel, where I feel if Bamford had been there, one or two maybe would have ended up in the back of the net. But as it was, it was Dan James. He couldn't capitalise. He did force Martin Dubravka into a really good save early on. But other than that, there weren't many big chances for Leeds United. They had one effort blocked. I think it was from Harrison Shaw got in the way of it. And then it fell to Dan James. He couldn't make any contact. And Dubravka could smother. But, but Leeds, you know, for all their dominance, in, dominance in, the, in the first 20 minutes, they couldn't make it pay. They had nearly double the amount of possession of Newcastle United. They had nearly had double amount of the passes in the whole game. And Bielsa actually said he felt his side could get to the final third quite easily. But after that, they struggled. And I think that's a perfect summing up of how the game went. You know, Newcastle actually defended pretty well, but they weren't really threatened all that much to be worried. And what they had to do, Newcastle, was make sure that while you're still in the game, you capitalise on Leeds United's failures and you go and get those three points because it was a really, really good chance to do that. And thankfully, they did that. Shelby probably had Newcastle's best chance in the first half. He forced the keeper into a good save. Uh, Longstaff, who came off the bench for Joe Linton, who unfortunately had to leave the pitch due to injury, he put one wide, maybe should have done a little bit better than that. But Newcastle just looked a, looked a bit more confident. And then obviously when they get the goal with 15 minutes remaining, there was a bit of concern. Would they be able to hold on? There's a video of Alan Shearer in the match of the day, uh, Green Room, where Gary Lineker has asked him, is it going to be a big a big goal for Newcastle United? And he tells Lineker to wait till the end of the game because we all know what Newcastle United once have taken the lead. They've given away 21 points from winning positions this season. That's not good enough. We saw against Watford, you know, they arguably scored too early here. Maybe they scored the perfect time. They had 15 minutes to hang on and they did that. And in truth, it should have finished 2 or 3 nil to Newcastle. Joe Willick and Ryan Fraser both guilty of missing chances late on. But Newcastle hung on, and that's the main thing. Valuable three points. Lots of positives, actually, out of this side. Um, I think many people are surprised Joe Willick started. He's not had the best of seasons. He's not lived up to the height of last season. Always going to be difficult to do. I think a few people have been very disappointed in him. And he had a shaky start a day, a few straight passes. Uh, he didn't look too on the pace, but he grew into the game. And as the game went on longer, we saw a bit about him. We saw why Newcastle re-signed him after that loan deal. And it was his his main benefit today was carrying the ball forward and that relieved pressure at the back for Newcastle United. And yes, he should have scored at the end, but a really good platform for him to build on. And hopefully, game by game, we'll soon see him get back to the standard we know he can be at. Sean Longstaff came off the bench for Joe Linton, as I've mentioned there, late in the first half. And he got about the pitch really well. He's obviously fighting for his future, so he's got that added incentive to prove to Eddie Howe's previously said he sees long-term future here but it's up to Longstaff to prove that he deserves to get a new contract and you know he did himself no harm with the performance today I thought he did really well again should have scored we had Kieran Trippier struggled early on I thought against Harrison but once he worked out to stop him he looked comfortable he looked you know he looked like every bit of the player Newcastle United have signed it quality quality defender we had Fabian Share now. Look, I've been a critic of Fabian Share this season, um, but he proved today while why a lot of people really do fancy him in that centre back role. He was he was brilliant today, calm. He was in control, and that's really good to see because even though I mean because he had a good game, but I don't think that's going to change Newcastle's approach in the transfer market. I still think they'll go out and try and sign two centre backs. 
Uh, but what it does give Eddie Howe is a bit to think about. It, it lets him know that there is that backup there should he need it. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see what the future holds for Fabian Chev. Newcastle managed to do what they want to in the transfer market. Um, up front, Chris Wood, I thought he had a better game today. Again, lacking a little bit of service, but he certainly got more than he had against Watford. But what we did see from him, I thought, was a bit of fight, a bit of strength. And he did some good holder play. He knocked the ball on a few times and he was a nuisance. And he got the last laugh because the Leeds United fans were taunting him. And of course, Newcastle winning here today um, meant he got the last laugh. Ryan Fraser had a chance to get a goal towards the end. I thought he put in a decent shift. We're still waiting to see the best of him. But again, I think you know we saw enough for him to uh, definitely be part of these first team plans uh, going ahead with Eddie how, um, where do we go from here? Well, Newcastle, like we say, have got that game against Everton on the February the 8th. Hopefully they'll get some new additions in. And in many ways, a bit of a shame that that game doesn't come sooner. A little bit like the draw with Manchester United. You wanted a game straight away. Obviously, they got postponed because of COVID. This time, there's a bit of a gap because Newcastle got knocked out of the FA Cup. Um, on one hand, you want a game straight away to build on that momentum, to keep it going. On the other hand, you say, well, with three injuries to, to first-team players, you say, let's give them 17 days or two weeks, wherever it is, once you've listened to this podcast, to, to recuperate, to get back to, to full fitness and hopefully be available for that game on the 8th of February. Now, Paul Dummett and Jamal LaSalle look like they left the pitch with muscle injuries. A bit more of a concern, I guess, with Paul Dummett, given his, his record of late, given he's only played one and a half games before having to leave the pitch through injury. Joe Linson looked like it was... His groin, um, so we'll wait to see what if it's something a bit more serious. Fingers crossed it's not because he's been absolutely superb. And in the, the minutes he did get today, the 40-odd minutes he got, he was Newcastle's best player for me. You know, he made 11 out of 14 of his attempted passes. He had the most tackles in the game up to that point, and he had the most touches. He's just been a, a oh, it's unbelievable the transformation that he has got out of Joe Linton. So fingers crossed. He will be available for that Everton game. What we'll do now is hear from our chief sports writer, Lee Ryder, who is down at Ellen Road. This is his verdict. United leaving the car park now after a fantastic 1-0 win at Leeds United. It doesn't get much bigger than this when you're in the situation they're in, uh, beating one of the teams in and around them. But all the questions that were asked of them today, they answered them. Uh, they needed a clean sheet, they got it. They needed to hang in there when they were 1-0 up, they got it. They needed that magic moment from John Joe Shelby, they got it. And, you know, they probably could have won even more comfortably towards the end. But, look, at the end of the day, Newcastle now, uh, they've got to build on this. They go off to the Middle East for warm weather training. They'll go off there in good spirits. It's a, it's a huge thing. They can enjoy this now. They've got two home games when they return. They're in with a chance of getting out of this situation and that's got to be a huge thing for Eddie Howe when his players, you know, they went into this one uh, under big pressure. They didn't want to get cut adrift, but here they are sitting now, third bottom. They're only one point behind Norwich and they've got a game in hand. Other teams have got games in hand below them, but overall Newcastle will be delighted with this win. Eddie Howe described it as a turning point. I believe them. I think Newcastle can escape. Uh, despite what a hard season it's been, they're still in with a real chance. And Newcastle now, um, as I say, they move on to the to the Middle East, going to Jeddah for that 
uh, Middle East training camp and uh, yeah, it's one where, as I say, spirits will be high for them uh, after this fantastic win. So there were the thoughts of Lee Ryder. You can read Lee's match report online at chroniclelive.co.uk as well as his player ratings. Kieran Kelly's five things as well from Ellen Road and much, much more. Head over to the website. Of course, this week we'll keep you a date as we have done throughout this month with all the transfer window news. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Please remember to like and follow the podcast and I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend.